Hey, this is Royal Casino Part 2. Alright, let's go. It is morning, and I wake up. I smell coffee, and I smell the six or eight or maybe nine cocktail Joanna drank last night on an empty stomach. That's how strong she smells. All the while, she was gambling on Baccarat. At first, she was up big. Probably 20,000. But then she came crashing down, and then she came to the royal suite, and then she puked while I held her hair, and then she passed out on the bed. Then I grabbed a blanket and pillow and slept on the couch under the window, 20 feet from the bed. 20 feet away, and I can still smell her. Yay. I also smell coffee, so I get up and stumble to the kitchenette. The suite is so big. These four anti-arcana are all up in dress and suits and talking on their chipped and worn-out old flip phones. And I notice a prehistoric laptop sitting on the coffee table. Ancient. And I say, you guys have the oldest tech ever. I don't know whether to laugh at you or be really worried my life is currently in your hands. I point to the coffee table with the laptop and I say, that laptop looks like you found it in case in amber. Like they found the dinosaur DNA in Jurassic Park. 79 looks at me, smiles serenely and says, good afternoon. Looks like you guys had a blast last night. I've had a long talk with hotel security. I say, yeah, Joanna is a handful when she's been drinking. She was talking shit with this guy who claimed he was a diplomat. She tried to seal his turban. 79 says, the man is a diplomat. I say, they were threatening to kick her out of Canada. He says, yeah, that wouldn't do. So I fixed it. And I say, damn, you got some sway, huh? 79 laughs and says, let's just say the casino owners are friendly to our cause, and so is that diplomat. Then 79 takes a sip of his coffee. Then 79 says, any issues last night with the, uh, you know, being overcome? I say, no, nothing since the one you saw. I felt so embarrassed. I didn't want to talk about it. Like, I just black out now? That's a thing? Uh, 79 takes another sip of coffee, nods his head a couple times and says, hey, so I needed time to work out a few details last night, but I didn't quite get it done. So grab a shower and then come with. We leave in 10 minutes. I generally like a long, hot shower, especially when the shower is the size of my entire living room back home. But in 15 minutes, I am instead standing at valet with 79, 999, and 208. 803 stays up in the room with Joanna, who only moaned when I told her I was leaving. So, standing there in the cold, and this big orange Lincoln town car rolls up. Yeah, I said orange. It hurt my eyes. 999 gets in behind the wheel, and I'm afraid the car is just going to disintegrate as she shuts the door. The car is such a beater. I mean, I thought their phones were teetering ancient scrap heap devices. But this is a junkyard work of art. Remember in Star Wars when Luke sees the Millennium Falcon for the first time, and he says... What a hunk of junk. And then later when Princess Leia sees it for the first time, she says, you came in that thing? You're braver than I thought. Remember that? Well, that's what I'm thinking when I'm looking at those burnt orange POS. I'm thinking, you drive around on this hunk of junk? You're braver than I thought. It looks like if I pull on the handle, the door might just come off in my hand. 
79 says, this is us. And I'm like, uh, nah, uh, no. Not getting in. Rattling death. Not happening, senor. You can't make me. But then I get in and, oh, wow. Easily the nicest car I've ever been in, ever. How nice? Well, think of the nicest car you've ever ridden in. Now forget it. That car is a piece of shit compared to this one. So we are driving around and I'm like, what about Joanna? And 79 says, she's sleeping it off. And I ask about Jan. And 208 says, Jan's fine, dropped her at the ER. Robbie's with her. And I say, well, what about the Arcana? 999 says, they're afraid of the Canadians. That's why Montreal's our home base in North America. And I'm like, huh. They got an answer ready for anything. And something's bothering me about that. And the next thing I know, we're stopping in an alley. And I'm like, oh, I must have fallen asleep. And 208 says, no, you blacked out again. We've arrived. Get out. Ah, uh, blacked out again? 79 says, hey, it's going to be okay. Come on. This is going to help. I like him better than I like 208. And I have a funny feeling as we go into this building. We enter a building, enter and it smells weird. Like Maui Wowie, mixed with every barn in the county. And however many cherry incense and lime bath bombs dropped in a vat of embalming fluid combined to smell like lighter fluid. But as soon as we enter, I feel sharper. Alert. Awake. Aware. 79 points me to the small man. He says... This is Tomas. Tomas is going to give you a potassium iodine treat. Takes about 10 minutes, right, Tomas? Tomas nods. I say, why? 79 says, it'll uh, help with your issue. 208 says, just do it already. We don't have all day. I give her what I hope is a dirty look. Tomas and I go behind a shower curtain in the middle of the room. There's a toilet all by itself. Tomas says, pull down your pants. Pull down your, pull down your, pull down your pants. Pull down, pull down, pull down. And I'm like, what? From the other side of the shower curtain, I hear 208 sigh loudly and say, don't be a baby. Tomas says, when you drink this, you're going to want to be sitting on that toilet. I give Tomas what I hope is a dirty look. He says, This is a potassium iodine cocktail. It will clean you out. It works quickly. It's safe, though. One thing I've learned when someone says, It's safe, though, it means it's not safe at all. So, why did I drink what he gave me and said to drink? I mean, I was sitting on a toilet in the middle of the room with four people practically staring at me. I wasn't really in a position of power. So, I drank. Yeah, went right through me. After I was done, I felt dehydrated and exhilarated. It was both completely awful and actually awesome. I can't really explain it. You'd have to try it. Also, I'd also suggest you try it. 
We get back in the car, me feeling violently violated, decidedly annihilated, like I'd just been to a frightfully large fingered proctologist with a leaf blower, and I'm all like, what just happened there? And 79 says, it's experimental. We'll see if it helps. You're at an advanced stage of withdrawal, so we can learn a lot, maybe even save lives. I say, save my life? He looks at me very seriously and says, yes, especially your life. We head back to the casino. I feel great. The best I've felt in two weeks. And 79 says, one more night in the Royal Suite, then we need to move to a new casino. They are great places to stay, but it's best not to stay too long. Or else. We drop the car at valet, head up to the room, and... 803 and Joanna are gone. Not there, missing. What is there? A Polaroid photo. On the floor, on the nice white shag carpet. I pick it up at 208-999, explore the rest of the suite. And I see who was in the picture. At the same time that I hear 208 yell from the bathroom. Fuck! Eight is in here. Call an ambulance. 79 and 999 run over there. But I stand here looking at the Polaroid. The picture was taken in this room. On the red couch right over there by the floor-to-ceiling windows. In the picture, I see Robbie, Jan, and Joanna. And Rufus and Anna. Those ancient white-haired assholes have my friends. And they want me to know it. And while everyone else is in the bathroom trying to save 803's life, I slip out the hotel door and leave. <laughs>